Steve plays a different game. Like he's playing, <laughs> like he's playing Mario Kart in its purest form. Like he's riding the rainbow. Like we are over here, like trying to understand the interface and like get the game. But he's like, he's in a different realm. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of Super Agile Bros. You already know what it is. Guess who it is? I'm back. It's your boy, Brad. He's uh, back. He's back. Return up. Yeah, I was seeing that earlier. Um, <laughs> but you know how it goes. Uh, just another episode. We got our boy, Kyle, in the building. Kyle, tell the world hello. Hello, world. It is I. And then we got Steve. Steve, do what you do. He thought I wasn't going to say happy birthday, but happy birthday to you, Bradston. It is indeed a good day. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you, Steve. You was, you was prepping this one. Yes, today is my birthday. Well, I guess technically when y'all are listening to this, it won't be my birthday. Y'all can figure out what day we're actually recording this, and then y'all they can, can try. My birthday. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell I, you what day it is. So I didn't want to age totally. in the comments. Guess his age in the comments. Yes, I am 25 years old. Yes, wow. I am 18. I'm actually 18. So, He's um, like give Benjamin people a hint. Just, just, First yes. number. He just <laughs> so, gets cuter every day as he shrinks into a little man child. Beautiful, beautiful baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful baby boy. Um, yeah, that just reminded me of something random that I was watching where somebody, like, they literally look younger. Like, they're like 45 and i'm like you look better than you were when you were like 20 <laughs> like, Ooh. well you, you know, would hope he would look like you know more distinguished better like younger they look younger so younger yeah that's weird like that's like you know it, it truly like on the button. that's return of the youth hey man gotta drink that juice <laughs> you know they say drinking dumpster juice is a good way to reduce your uh your age and so if you ever find dumpster oh. just that juice that drifts out the bottom, good for your skin. So that's what dumpster babies are? Yes, man, dumpster babies. Ooh, that's a throwback <laughs> phrase I haven't heard in throwback a Throwback to your time. childhood? Gosh. Oh, man. man. Dumpster babies. <laughs> like, just... man, you look like a dumpster baby. <laughs> We're totally, <laughs> totally off track right now. <laughs> yes, yes. Are but... they related to, like, the Cabbage Patch kids? What are dumpster babies? I don't know. <laughs> You, I mean, you can look they're, it up on Google. I don't know what will show up, but they're people who fell into dumpsters and became babies. Cause es- of the essentially, a dumpster <laughs> baby is somebody who's so trash that they were clearly born in a dumpster and they're just grown up now. So, hey, you're clearly a dumpster baby. Oh, like, you know, <laughs> like you're My so Lord. trash. You know. Anyway, <laughs> go take out your family. You know, that's what I say to people. Snap. But anyway, <laughs> that's what I say to Steve. Anytime I saw trash, I'd be like, Steve, your cousin. They're <laughs> <laughs> waiting for you. Do not impugn my wonderful cousin. <laughs> Come, cousin. So so anyway, today is going to be a good day. It's finally an episode that we're doing that I feel like we've mentioned multiple times in other episodes and something that we've all wanted to do, but just, you know, I've been out of town, Kyle had a hurricane which is his fault and you know steve has been consistent he's always been here but <laughs> my we just time will come 
his time will come truly truly the time is nearing but um today we're talking about hades man hades yes. uh so i don't know how you guys prepared for this because we all knew it was coming maybe you're just going off memory and the experiences that were hades in your life but uh i'm excited to get deep into it um i want to hear what y'all think about the story what y'all hear think about the gameplay the game overall just the atmosphere whatever it is so i guess to get started i like to do this wait, with wait. Both. how how spoilery are we gonna get we're going do we care in. about if, oh yeah we're going into it if you know so so I guess we'll put a spoiler alert in the description or something. But if you haven't wa- played Hades, if you're interested in the story, the gameplay, whatever, like maybe you want to stop here because from this point on, it's guns blazing. We're going all in. So. And do you feel confident? Do both of you feel confident that I'm not going to say something that is going to spoil the game for you too? I, yes, I'm sure. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, there's definitely some things I haven't done, but. I've I've done a lot of stuff, so I feel confident about basic discussion. Yeah, yeah, go for it, man. I I think, Great. yeah, I, I have I have more to say on that topic. But uh, before we get started and get deep in it, let's go with our ratings. Like one out of ten. What do you guys really feel about this game? And then just kind of give your overall review of the game, and then we'll get into some of the deets. So uh, you know, let's start with Steve. He seems to be the most. Uh, deeply embedded in the game what, what do you what do you review this game um i'll give it a 10 because oh, wow. a 10 Clean. a 10 to me doesn't mean that everyone who enjoys it or who plays it will enjoy it perfectly mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's a perfect product but in terms of like all of the elements that make up a game and the intent of the artists well you know the developers i feel like there's no there's no flaws. It's a flawless product. They set out. They did what they set out to do. In okay. my opinion, solid ten, man. Okay, okay. That's a good standard. Yeah, Mr. Kyle, what do what do you what do you give it? So I'm gonna give it a solid nine for sure. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed the game. I I agree with Steve on most most levels. That you know what they set out to do. Uh, I think they accomplished with the game. I don't, there's there's still things about it just because I guess my personal preference roguelikes aren't my cup of tea. This is probably one of my first roguelikes that I've gotten into. So, but for how good the game is, I I, I give it a nine. Solid, solid nine. Okay. And I guess uh, from my perspective, I'm gonna give this game an eight. Um, <laughs> Maybe even a 7.5, but uh, I have reasons. I, but basically, if you had talked to me maybe a week or two ago, I would have given it a 9. But I think the longer I've played the game, the less I've enjoyed it, which is an interesting experience. That's, um, a, that's a shame. But, uh, you know, I explained my reasons, and, and I knew, like, coming into this, I was like, ah, you know... You know, maybe I should have had this talk a little bit earlier <laughs> before my opinion changed. But hey, you know what? It's probably good. I have a different perspective. So, all right, let's let's just get into it first. Like, um, I guess for you know, uh, Kyle, you were talking about roguelike. So, like, what did you feel about this roguelike? And of course, this is an open conversation. This isn't just for Kyle or whatever. But like, what made this roguelike better than all the other roguelikes? And for Steve, 
you know, why is this a, a number 10 in the roguelike category? And, you know, just talk about the game, you know, in general. And, and don't feel like you only have to stay on that topic. Just trying to get the topic, the convo started. Boy. Wait, so you transitioned to Steve. Who are you talking to? So you're, you're asking. To you. I'm you're asking Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> like, you, you said that you didn't like roguelikes, really, but this one you're giving a nine. So. Oh, yeah. What's, yeah, you know, and then I was just saying that any of y'all can jump in. I'm just throwing stuff out there. He's undermining okay. himself. Well, you should go first. I like to undermine myself. I do it every day. <laughs> no, I will undermine you. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I say it, the reason why I guess I don't like roguelikes is for a lot of times when I play games, it's to make progress of some some sort, and by quote unquote definition, roguelikes are about making a certain amount of progress, and then going back to the start in some capacity. Now, I'm not completely against replaying levels from time to time, you know, to find secrets, to collect everything, to get a faster time, what have you. But when your whole game is made up about playing the same sequence over and over again, uh, and it, it, there's, there's a, great, a great amount of variation in Hades, I'll say, in comparison to other roguelites I've played. But that's pretty much where I begin to lose interest is when I feel like I'm seeing the matrix, you know, like, okay, <laughs> this is what the game has to offer. Uh, everything I get from here on out is going to expand upon the things I've seen so far. And when I get a little bit further each time, it's not fulfilling anymore. So, you know, and uh, uh, most roguelikes, uh, most roguelikes, I've felt that within like the first 30 minutes to an hour. And I can say mm. that's completely different with Hades. And, that's right. Uh, so I can go into why, I don't, but I don't want to keep rambling. Uh, well, I, I'm curious I, about I, what you guys. I was going to say, like, actually, like, one of the reasons, like, so I, I don't have a thing against roguelikes in general. I'm kind of open to them. I just am like, hey, like, it just kind of depends how they do it. Like, I think one of the games I think I told you about was, like, this thief game. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, but yeah. it's, like, a roguelike thief game. And I really liked it up in excluding like it being super glitchy but like the roguelike part of it wasn't the biggest problem to me because each level was auto-generated it was kind of new different challenges and you know excluding the glitchiness it was like a fun game uh so what i really liked about um hades was like i felt like it was super tight you know what i'm saying like it never felt like the roguelike element got in the way like I've played so many yeah. games where, like, the roguelike is kind of, like, it kind of punishes you sometimes, like, the RNG <laughs> of the game, and, like, you feel like a certain run is completely just thrown out because one of the rooms decides to have, like, 90 of the worst enemies in them, mm-hmm. and, like, like you can't, and you don't have the right setup, and blah, 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 and you lose all yeah. this progress, and I feel yeah. like Hades did a great job of like mitigating that like making each run still feel like good even if Mm -hmm. you're not even if it's not perfect of course there's some rng but it never felt like super duper cheap you know what i'm saying i don't know how how, what you felt about that steve but yeah i i've definitely had a few runs so let me let me preface i have not played a bunch of roguelikes i have not played Binding of Isaac. I haven't played Dead Cells. Uh, I haven't played any of the old classics. Um, the only one I can think of is Goner, which is kind of a cute little like 
I don't want to say it's like a small game. It's, it's a pretty small game. Um, pretty simplistic. But uh, I really liked that when I played it. But then eventually I got bored and that was it, you know. Um, anyway, so with Hades, yeah, I feel like I never... Well, not never. I sometimes had like a build. You know, just the set of boons I got, whatever I picked and whatever happened. That felt useless. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or that didn't, I felt like, oh, I went, I kind of went out on a branch. I picked a weapon that I'm not good with or that, um, that has like a really weird trade off that you have to lean into to take advantage of. And then the boons I got didn't let me take advantage of it. So sometimes that happens, but I, um, except for like two or three times out of the 60 runs that I've made so far, um, I always feel like the game lets me eventually shore up those weaknesses and still pretty do pretty well. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I don't know. For me, when I, when I think about these other games, I feel like I would just get bored. Maybe binding of Isaac is sufficiently crazy, but, um, I would get bored with the gameplay. I got bored with Goner, which I said, again, is a pretty simple game. Um, but I'd never get bored with Hades. I always feel like, you know, the weapons are... I'm still unlocking different, like, weapon configurations. Um, and every time I pick up something, I'm like, I can't wait to see what crazy boons and upgrades I get for this uh, for this run, see how it goes. Um, there's definitely an element of gambling where it's like sometimes you get really, really good, satisfying builds, and sometimes you just get kind of, like, normal or maybe even unsatisfying builds that you have to work through. Uh, and it's fun to play that you know to spin that wheel and see what you get and bask in it for 40 or 50 minutes yeah i definitely can feel the boon i just remember one time i had like i had i think man i can never remember any of the the i think it was aries which one's Mm -hmm. the red dude the aries is aries is the war god yeah so i think i had like an aries boon which uh like uh when you dash or something it would like create a certain type of effect and then i had the call my call being from zeus Mm. and then i had uh i can't i think it was uh who's who's the frigid lady Um, demeter demeter's like like freezing power and for some reason that combination was op (laughs) and and it just was like I was just felt like I was in flowing, and and I love those kind of runs, right? Where you feel almost like everything's running together, and like you said, then you get those runs where you get like a whole bunch of the same weird powers that don't really do much, or like I don't really like anything that affects my knockback, like or like, like Poseidon's stuff. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I if I have a certain weapon and I'm playing it a certain way, and then I get something that changes how the knockback works in mm-hmm. the middle of a run it like completely ruins things and i'm like oh man this ruins my whole strategy and all of a sudden fights that were going really easy for some reason get really hard and i'm like yo like this is frustrating and it's nice that you can sell stuff like when you get between levels but at this point i've gotten so much health taken off or you know god forbid i lose a life uh you know uh uh uh, whatever it's called and and i'm like oh my goodness like this little boon ruined my life so (laughs) <laughs> I, I guess that's a part of it, right? Like the RNG of the boons. But you can but, learn from that. You never, I mean, you can always in the future avoid that boon, right? Because you have yeah. three you pick from. Yeah. 
So that, I, that's I, one thing I liked about. I would hate. I would hate if I had if I picked up a boon and it was just like this is what it is because that would that junk would happen to me all the time and I would do mm-hmm. exact. I would feel exactly the way you're describing. It's yeah. kind of how it is at the beginning. Like your very first boon isn't optional, and so if that's a Poseidon boon, then until you can sell them, you still have that as part of your kit. Well, I mean, when I mean optional, I mean you choose when you when you talk to a god, you get one of three boons. So if you don't mm-hmm. want to mess, if you don't want knockback on your attack, then don't but get his attack boon. But sometimes the three the choices are like like oh, I got to replace something that I like. I have to get something that I don't like, or I got to get something that I don't like. And, and it's like, uh, like, I don't want to replace the thing because sure. I don't want to, you know? So it's like, it does feel like a binary choice. Sometimes I wish I could just opt to get money. <laughs> like, oh, skip let me it not, all together. Yeah. yeah. Like bump a moon, a boon, give me the money. But I know that that would kind of probably ruin the, mm-hmm. the game aspect in some points. Cause you could just use the money to buy another boon from another person but like yeah i mean uh, i don't know like yeah. i think that's I mean, a part of it that's a part of the game so yeah. i'm okay with that but yeah yeah it seems intentional and even the structure of the boons like there are definitely ones that feel worse than others and like you said they don't cater to your play style but i don't think there are any that are just like useless necessarily mm. i think I, yeah. weak Weak is the one that feels most useless to me. Uh, Aphrodite's boons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think weak, weak with a dash. I think is the worst. Like, for mm-hmm. for me at least personally, because like it was like instead of like it happening at the beginning of your dash, at the end of your dash, it's at the beginning, and like it just I was like I'm not really this isn't working. But weak, like on other elements, like maybe your attacks, if you you know use it strategically, can be good. Like the, yeah. you know, so I think it might be the element combined with the move set that it's associated to that can really make a difference. Um, Man, talking about Poseidon's boons, I recently had a build. I don't even remember what weapons I had. All I remember is that I had Poseidon's dash. So I would dash mm-hmm. and wherever I landed, it would basically create a small wave that would push people back. People yeah. I had a rupture. And I had like an I had which one is rupture? Rupture means anytime any of your knock away abilities from Poseidon are essentially poisoned for like two or three seconds. Okay. So they take damage over time, and I think I had I had a, a second boon that actually made that more powerful. Oh wow! I had one. Uh, I had a Poseidon boon that created a wave. No, no, no. It was if you knock them into barriers, they take extra damage. Mm-hmm. And so. I didn't realize, I mean, it was pretty busted throughout the whole run, but then when I got to the Temple of Sticks near the end and I was fighting like all these little monsters, I was just dashing around the room and killing things instantly. Like <laughs> Yeah. I I was I was I, I killed Hades pretty much just with my dash. It was absurd. <laughs> I felt <laughs> I felt like uh I don't I mean, it, some of these builds just make you feel like a god. It's really cool. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> that's that's what you You really about. feel it makes you really feel like spider-man the plug (laughs) you know okay so i want to ask you guys about the weapons because Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's me but what happens to me is that if i play a game right and it gives me a set of weapons that i can use 
like uh, i'll try them all right like okay like mm-hmm. this weapon feels good this weapon feels good but yeah. then if i find a weapon that really fits me like it's really hard for me to play with any other weapon like uh-huh. because the weapon that was for me um that i liked i once again i'm not good with names so it seems like steve you're you're the one so <laughs> it was the one that was like a shield the oh uh of ages i think ages ages yeah. yeah so i always played with ages because i love that you could throw it and it would go out and do a thing and come like it would do some passive attack damage i could use it to like like do like have one person like kind of caught up in the corner getting damaged while i'm fighting somebody else and then call it back and it it felt really good that i could do damage from a distance but i could still do damage you know close combat and then like weapons like uh the gun one wait i feel like i'm very surprised that you did not mention that you can block essentially every attack in the game with the shield that's what i was gonna mention yeah the blocking is clutch op so so i found that out later like in general <laughs> like like you I, I don't not not and it's not it's not that i figured it out more than i started to use it later right, right when right. i was fighting certain types of enemies that i hate like the dudes who shoot their little throw their little uh spears at you oh yeah they're the worst yeah. the, those are the worst um but personally when i play games i rarely parry or defend like Mm -hmm. okay like like my like if you think about if you play me in smash like the only thing that i'll do to you is dodge and grab you but you'll never see me parry because to me parrying is accepting damage like and for some reason like fundamentally i just don't vibe with that like i'm like my goal is to not get hit at all Right. <laughs> taking a hit is completely well, you, unacceptable. Well, you exactly. don't take a hit. You don't well, take well, a hit in Smash. But that's what I'm saying. Of course I don't take a hit and I get that, but it goes against my personal like play style where my goal is to never get hit like at all. Oh, like, you mean not yeah. even like touching your like, shield. Yeah, that's, that's getting hit. Then I fail because <laughs> say I mess up the block and I get a little bit greedy or I uh mistime my parry like Taking damage to me is unacceptable when I knew when I know I can avoid it. So, hmm. like me blocking was like never a thing. I do it in other games where blocking is like necessary, you know. But like in this game, it didn't feel that necessary to me, and it's right. only on that weapon really. So I was like, I'm not gonna fundamentally change my gameplay to play this weapon. But anywho, uh, that we could get into that a little bit deeper. But <laughs> um, kind of what I was gonna, uh, gonna ask y'all about is the weapons. To me, like once I found that weapon. I kind of couldn't convince myself to play with other things because mm. I don't know. Like I was getting it and then I would like get to Hades and I'd lose. And I'm like, why am I going to switch to something else that I've tried before that isn't as effective? You know, if it ain't broke. Yeah. And, and at that point, my game just became play ages, ages, Hades, Hades and eight, <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah, I don't know about how y'all did with the weapons. So Aegis was actually the first weapon I escaped with, and it was because I, I had a too. pretty, I had a pretty broken build. I had Aegis and Athena, uh, like I had like maybe three of the deflect boons. One of yes. which was on my basic attack, and the other was on my special, special attack, yeah, which was yeah. you know when you throw it. And so, like I, I was untouchable for ninety percent of my fights. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it, unless I got greedy or like messed up a dash. 
I didn't take any damage. And it was so... And I felt like a lot of the time that I spent playing the game after that was trying to reachieve that moment of <laughs> the godlike state yes, of just... Um, I got close a couple times with other weapons, but that's really what pulled me in was when things with all the stars just aligned. And that first escape is like super cathartic. Um, yeah, especially I think I did like maybe seven, ten attempts. I don't remember, but like once you finally make it out, you know they they did a really good job of making it feel like you accomplished something. You know they kind of draw it out just long enough. Well, yeah. Yeah, what about yeah. you, Steve, with weapons? And I, I want to go come back to that cathartic feeling, but I want to hear Steve's opinions about sure. weapons and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so for me, Aegis was also my first love. I think it's the first one I escaped with. Um, however, I have happily played basically my playstyle. Right, well, I'll just I'll start over. However, I no longer have a favorite because once you unlock like different aspects of the of each weapon it really mm. feels like every weapon has a, i have a i have a favorite aspect for every weapon at this point wow interesting um, and i kind of took it upon myself to play with all the weapons because it, it i see that the game wants you to do that yeah both through the darkness buff that a certain weapon will get randomly, also through the prophecies mm-hmm. that tell you, oh, you have to do this with a certain weapon. Um, and so I wanted to play with all the weapons. And what I realized was like, yeah, I have. there's some weapons I vibe better or worse with. I think the railgun is like one of the hardest things for me. Same. Um, like I really yeah. hate the special. This like, The special just leaves just, you as a sitting duck for just random yeah. attacks. But um i do it anyway and if i if i keep failing with a weapon then i'll just use my titan blood and i'll buff that aspect a little bit and i I basically keep my titan blood around for when i need a little extra help on a weapon aspect um so right now i was playing i was playing with a friend and i had like 13 blood and he's like why haven't you spent this i'm like i haven't really needed it (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to just I don't want to just spend it willy nilly when I don't need it, and then later I'm like, crap, I, I have to grind for it, you know. So I'm just keeping it around till I need it. Um, yeah, I love all the weapons, even like I said, even the railgun. I have found some really busted railgun builds and some really cool strategies oh, nice. with the with the special that I hate, and I've beaten Hades with that, and it's been awesome. So I feel like. That's a that's a thing I normally would do is I would pick a weapon and stick with it, you know, playing Borderlands. That's I want yeah. to do that so badly, <laughs> but I feel like this game goes out of their way. Like it, the the mechanics are so sound that it can support all sorts of different play styles. If you like defending, then you can do that with Aegis, or if you don't, you can also not do that with Aegis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you like sniping and stuff, you can do that with Aegis or with the railgun. If you want to be up close and personal, the sword or or Malfon, the, the 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 twin fists, like they they do a lot to support different things. Um, and then I love the challenge aspect. So I think uh, I think it's the spear. You can you can have the the aspect. The, it's like a Chinese god, I think, some sort of I don't I don't recognize Guan Yin or something, but you have it's like the fair flay, the fair blade, where you have much less health 
and then you have to regain you can gain oh, yeah. health from your enemies by using your special where the the blade swirls around like one, like one of Aries death trap things uh and that sucks i did that a couple times and died over and over because i just didn't have enough health and eventually With the right I got build, lucky. that's pretty to, gets pretty yeah. gross you have to find the right build, but you just have to change your play style mm-hmm. to figure out how to best use the strengths of that weapon. So that's what I love about Hades is that I like to change my play style. I like to be challenged to do so, which I think is is the common factor of why I like Breath of the Wild and why you guys what you guys don't like about Breath of the Wild is having to change your play style for different weapons. So so I don't I don't think I mean I have issues with. Breath of the Wild. That's not much to do with the weapons, <laughs> but um, isn't that you, Kyle? Didn't you say you didn't like the durability? It's my least favorite part of the game, right? Yeah. yeah, sorry. The durability only bothers me in Breath of the Wild when it's a weapon that's really, really awesome, and I don't know if I'm ever going to get it again, and I never used it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like durability doesn't bother me. I mean, one of my favorite games is Dead Rising, and all of the weapons have durability. So, um. But uh, I think for me, like, like as I reflect on the game, I think in general why Hades doesn't resonate with me is because I don't think I don't think I enjoy that type of playstyle as much as I'd like to think I do. Like, I don't I get the nuances. I get how you play it with different weapons. I get the in and out and dodging attacks and, you know. You know, do you want to be close up with a certain weapon? Do you want to be farther away with another weapon? But for some reason, like, the action kind of, like, hack and slash genre, like, doesn't really, uh, like, because I think I'm a more of a tactical gamer in in general. Think about mm. some of my favorite games. Yeah. Like, it yeah. doesn't feel very... Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't mean to put it down, but to say, like, intelligent to me. Like, I feel more like I'm playing... Lowbrow. What'd you say? It's too lowbrow. Yeah, more visceral. Like, I just feel like I'm more of, like, just angry playing. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's just <laughs> overall just me just, ah, ah, just slashing things. Ah, dash it. Ah. You know, like, it's... And I don't feel that in a fight, I'm, like, being very, like... Like, okay, I'm going to do this and this, and then when I do this, it's going to cause this, and then I'm going to do this, you know, like, oh. kind of stacking up. And um, and so, like, when weapons, like the gun weapon, which I think we all agree, like, the special is kind of garbage, it, it messes with me because it's, like, fundamentally, like, it just feels like I get it. And then also, you know, some of the benefits is, like, lock on when you do certain weapons and certain attacks. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's, like, sometimes... Like, I wish you could choose between manual. Maybe there is an option. I haven't seen it. Like, manual aiming completely or not. You can turn off auto aim, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I feel like there's some levels where you could maybe really, like, make that gangster to have it, like, completely manual. But still, I think because of the type of play style it is and, like, things just flying from everywhere and people throwing stuff from off screen. And, like, I feel mm-hmm. like it. it's more about the moment to moment than, like, the how do I approach a battle in a, so I don't know. It just doesn't resonate with me gameplay wise, you know, if that makes sense. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, yeah, like Kyle just said, totally fair. Um, So I, 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 yeah, I would say that I'm the complete opposite. Like my favorite genre of game is a beat em up game, you know, and in most of those games, it's super simple as far as like how the combat is. 
But then like the moment to moment is where they thrive because you could be surrounded. So you can't, you know, you can't try to one V one a guy cause you're going to get hit mm-hmm. in the back type of stuff. Like it's really quick. And you know, those games unfortunately tend to have, <laughs> you know, if they're not developed very well, they can tend to be cheap. And so I think we, we mentioned that earlier that Hades, it does a great job of not really feeling cheap. Even if the, the weapon you have is terrible, the game itself never really feels like it's, you know, your cheap hits and stuff don't necessarily yeah. res, uh, it doesn't feel like you're getting hit by those. And so that's, Even, that's I think that's one of the reasons why I actually like this game versus, like, I played Risk of Rain is probably the most recent roguelite that I've played. And I feel like that game is only cheap hits and, like, <laughs> on, a, a lot of the upgrades you get, none of them make me feel nearly as powerful as the worst boon in this game. So, no kidding. Interesting. That's interesting. When you said when you said cheap, my first thought was the chaos boons that or the chaos curses mm-hmm. where oh, if you do an attack, you get hit for two day, two hearts or something. Uh-huh. And I mean, I've seen people not notice and they keep doing attacks and they're losing lots of health. Oh no. And you they don't necessarily see it because they um you know, it shows the health popping off you. It shows that you took damage, but if you're in the middle of a fight, you might not notice the, the little minus two or minus three. Right. Um, and so my first thought was, oh, yeah, I can see how that could be cheap. But I feel like they even did a good job with that because Zagreus will tell you, like, oh, I better stop doing that. Exactly. You know, like, it's yeah. great. Which is cool. He even tells you to quit <laughs> quit attacking. Yeah. Like the, game, the game isn't working against you, which yeah. I would say I feel like a lot of roguelikes do, especially when, when the ram- – because I feel like the randomness isn't necessarily tailored. Mm-hmm. But there's never a point to where, you know, even with the chaos boons where you feel like, oh, man, I'm just getting like the worst possible run. Like There's always some sort of redeeming <laughs> grace, even yeah. either it's through a new boon that helps you fulfill a prophecy or um, you make it far enough to where you go down a separate path and you meet a new character. Like there's always some something that makes the last run worth it and the next run give you something to look forward to. Yeah. So it's interesting because, uh, uh, and and I don't know. I, I I'm I'm interested to hear what you guys think about if you were to play this game five years from now. Because mm. uh, I think I'm the oldest amongst us. Today's my birthday, so I'm even more old. And um, <laughs> something that I've noted over the years is that like my Twitch muscles have gotten, I, I, I like they've no what's 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 the word. Uh, they're not reaction as quick. Time? Yeah, my reaction time. You've become decrepit. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't say my reaction time is still good. Like I can still recognize something and like react to it, but it's like there's certain like twitch muscles that you play in your gaming that mm. are just not as tight anymore. Like arthritis, you know. And and I've always had arthritis, sadly. But um, oh. but like even playing Smash, certain things just don't come off. Like if like what I would say is like stringing combos together can be harder. That's probably the, for some reason, like, it's like my motor's just memory oh. or something is just not able to do something for as long, even though, like, in the moment to moment, I'm good. But if I have to do it for 15 minutes straight, I'm not, my like, I don't have as much endurance, I guess you could say. I feel and, that. And, yeah, I definitely feel that, too. And I feel like this game made it me more aware of it than I have been in a long time because I'm like, oh, yo, no. like, it's super, like... My least favorite thing about most games are long, drawn-out bosses. Like, mm. and 
if I have to do, if like I'm beating you and I just have to do the same thing over and over for 10 minutes to beat you, like yes. it's not very interesting to me. Like probably, you know, maybe we could talk about bosses a little bit, but like my least favorite boss in all of the game, I won't include Hades because I have my own personal problems with Hades because he's just <laughs> has he's just more difficult by nature but like is uh the two guys that you fight together uh Mm -hmm. what theseus and uh whatever his name is i forget forget the bull's name yeah yeah the bull guy the minotaur asterius Uh, asterius dude i hate fighting them not because i don't i like i can get through a whole fight with them and take zero damage but it's like one of those things where like if i don't play a certain game plan and I switch it up just because I want to get more hits in. All of a sudden, I get like hit fifteen times. Right. Like, and Comboed. and so I feel like I don't have the room to experiment and try new things. Like, like all I do is just skirt the edge, keep uh, uh what's his name, the Minotaur chasing me, and like t- basically I kill the Minotaur first, and then I mm-hmm. kill Theseus, right? Because mm-hmm. the last time I messed up. I tried to hit them equally, and then Theseus started doing his stupid green circle thing, and oh, then yeah. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I got to deal with both of these," <laughs> you know? Oh, you mean when he calls the gods to help? Yeah, he calls the gods, and he's just lighting down the the green explosions. And now I can't run through the middle because if I mistime it, I'll get jacked up. So essentially, that whole fight to me just became like this war of like attrition. Okay, just stay on the edges, don't get hit by his stupid sphere and kill this bull as fast as you can and then i can murder theseus pretty quickly but like i don't know like that battle was my least favorite to do over and over and over again and i don't know it just slowly killed my joy every time i saw them (laughs) i was like i'm gonna beat you and take almost no damage but i don't it's gonna take me forever if i don't want to risk it for the biscuit you know and they gave that boss fight to the least likable characters in the oh, game. These well, I can't stand. They so did much. it on. They did it on purpose. I think, Kyle. I was going to so say the same thing. They what make the him the ultra f- smug so that you feel doubly satisfied when you kick his butt. But I think also, it, it, I think they what they meant to come through does come through. But to like Brad's point is that it's not like a creative boss fight where you feel like you're getting the upper hand on them it's more like you have to gimp them uh-huh. because like it like i guess going back to the the feeling of cheapness their fight probably feels the most cheap out of any other fight which i think like you know it lends to their character trait but it's a little bit i guess too heavy-handed like uh-huh. that it feels yeah. it feels um like it i don't know it doesn't less, feel like it's less fun it feels less fun like yeah. i don't feel like i have to well i feel like i have to Depending on what you mean by gimp, I don't feel like I have to gimp Asterius at all. I love fighting Asterius as a Asterius is fine. Yeah, yeah, Asterius um, is fine to me. I like him. It's... The only issue with Theseus is that he has a shield, and even when he's throwing a spear, he's shielded. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only way to hit him is to literally reflect the spear. Um, so that's the only issue I have is I have to always get behind him and and play hide and seek. But I mean, other than that, I don't ever feel well. I'll say I used to feel really frustrated, first of all, because I always died to these two. And eventually I started getting past them. Um, and I I still felt like I was just kind of, like you said, walking on eggshells around Asterius and dodging that spear. But now I look forward to it um, because it's it's usually a chance for me to just completely, <laughs> completely melt both of them because I've gotten good enough that I can 
like be in their face, especially Asterius, just be in his face all the time and just be dodging yeah. all his attacks. Um, for me, the the boss that truly makes your point is Tisiphone. Um the Fury sister, the not not the one who's obsessed with murder. Oh, I don't know if it's Tisiphone. I think Electo is the one who calls you a murderer, and Tisiphone is mm. the one that talks to you. I, it might be the other way, it, it, but I know what you mean. Which one? What's the attack moves? So she's the one that she's the one that basically just chases you around and builds up a rage meter, which I don't understand because I'm like, I'm not even interacting with you. Where's this rage coming from? <laughs> um, so she she chases you around and she's throwing out like all sorts of hit boxes. And what I have found is the only way to to really fight her is to run away and just take pot shots with my cast. Oh, that's terrible. And and lead her into traps because there's all sorts of traps in her room. And so you just lead her towards the traps and they do the most damage. And so I'm basically just walking around waiting for her to die. And it's, it's not odd. that's not fun for me. I don't even remember that fight because between the sisters I always fought either the first one or, or the Marnay. green one who like brings you in three different rooms. Rooms. That's the, Yeah, those that's, are, I like I like them both, but she's the, it's, the it's, third one's the worst. It's funny cuz yeah, the third one doesn't seem doesn't seem to show up as much, but actually that's the one that I've killed the fastest. Like I don't know why, but that one I almost perfected it. Like, it just, like... I don't even remember it. Like, it was so easy to me, like, compared to the other two sisters, even the original sister. Like, I think the murder sister is more annoying to me because when she puts you in the small rooms, and if you just happen... And this one thing about this game that I was going to mention, it's not clear, but you'll notice it. Sometimes, if you get out of sync with their pattern, it gets really, really tough for you. Like, if you get in sync and you know, what, like, okay, they're going to do this, do this, do this, and then all of a sudden you get out of sync and they start doing something and you just happen to be in the wrong corner <laughs> every time they do it, it can get a little annoying. That's a maybe, like, a harder thing to, like, say. But I think, I think that's a, I think that's the sign of a good boss battle, though. The fact that you can get in sync with their abilities and know what they're going to do. Well, and yeah. that when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Like, I feel yeah, like that should I guess happen. I'm not saying that that's a like a terrible thing more than like sometimes it really like I'm like, "Oh snap, I'm out of sync now. I'm getting jacked. I got to get back in it." You know, which is, you know, the tells. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like the boss and and you know, Kyle, maybe you share what your favorite and least boss. But my favorite boss honestly was a stupid Hydra head because he was like the easiest. Because <laughs> like, so easy. he, yeah. like once you kind of figure out his pattern and you just figure out his little Hydra heads, what to do with them. Like I kind of was like, cool. I can kind of coast a little bit, take my time, you know, do it at any pace I want. Uh, so, Bradston, have you done any heat runs? High heat runs? Uh. Okay, so I don't want to go too far off the tangent. Kyle, did you have anything to say about the bosses? <laughs> uh, no, I just agree with the sentiment. Yeah, the Hydra, I think, is my favorite, too. I just, I think his setup is the coolest because there's a lot to, to I guess, deal with. Like, um, he has the different phases, and then mm-hmm. you have to you have to move around his map. But, like, you know, it's, it's different than, I guess, you know, you're in a room and there's traps like it's contextual when you step into the lava you you yeah. you burn up i prefer yeah. that over some arbitrary trap that's on the floor as far as like immersion goes and then so he just he just feels like like that whole setup is nice my my one gripe is in between phases when he puts up his shield mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like 
some of my hits don't register before the shield comes up. And then other times, I don't really understand why he has a shield at all. Because there's so much going on that it really wouldn't change anything if I could hit him constantly. It'd be up to me if I got out of the way of what he's about to do next. Rather than the shield come up and be like, okay, time to go away because he's about to do a big attack type of thing. Or the other one's about to run up, rise out of the ground. You know, so it kind of takes a little bit of choice from away me. from you. Yeah, because well, his because his fight is in thirds, right? Like first third, yeah. second third, third third, third third, and his shield comes up once you get a third of his health, and at that point you have to kill his little minions. So mm-hmm. like it's a little jarring, especially if you're going ham on him, and all of a sudden you're just like, nope, no more damage on me, boy. You got to kill my little boys. You know, because so. you're already you're already incentivized to kill mm-hmm. his minions because they're just gonna keep attacking you. So, I mean, like, if you have the build to where you can eat their damage, I think you should be re- rewarded for just fighting him head on. Yeah, they want you to fight the minions. Well, yeah. I think that there's other bosses where you are rewarded for that. So it makes sense to me that there'd be a at least well, one fight. What where other boss have has minions that are, like, that clear? Because every other boss just summons normal enemies that are just annoying. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying they're specialized minions but the point being like the uh the big butterfly ball in elysium where it keeps summoning soldiers (laughs) until you kill it that's a situation where you're definitely rewarded for killing it as fast as you can right yeah i don't know i i guess yeah the variation on on paper seems nice but like in in the playthrough i don't appreciate it that's fair i guess yeah. The reason I ask about your heat, Brad, is because mm-hmm. one of the one of the 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 packs is uh, basically it gives the bosses extra moves and extra situations. Have you done that? So so Ooh. so let me let me let me just be super real with you. I've only beaten Hades once, and oh. and there's reasons for that beyond just the game. So okay. So there's a lot to say here. Um, so as far as the heat goes, um, I think in general that's cool. Like I like the idea of like uh, it's kind of like in Halo when you can get the skulls, you know, so you can add a little bit yeah. more challenge and like mm-hmm. you, it changes how you play the game. It gives you kind of a new vibe, you know. Yeah, that's what it's there for. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, Kyle, you've beaten Hades a few times, right? Yeah, not I think maybe half as many times as Steve. But okay. a couple times, yeah. And then you, I mean, let me ask you guys this, like when it comes to the heat, like, is it purely reward based or do you guys choose your heat based on what makes the game more fun? Because I didn't, like I said, I, I've, I've played past beating Hades once, but I guess I had a different, anyway, I'll get to that. But like, what was like, what was that experience like playing with all the different types of heats and stuff like that? Um, I can go. So, your the the incentive to add heat is um, not just for you know the inherent joy of having a, of a, a harder game, but also because when you have when you for a given weapon, for a given heat level, mm-hmm. you have you can get all of the uh, the boss rewards again. Does that make sense? Yeah. Wait, wait. So, so like, so, so say that. So, it, so when you play the first time through, you beat Hades once okay. with the sword, for example, right? And if you if you go play him again with no heat with the sword, you're not going to get any more Titan blood or crystals. Gotcha. 
if you beat him with another weapon, you'll get those rewards again. But then again, if you beat it a second time with that weapon, you won't. Yeah. Every level of heat is a reset switch for that weapon. Okay, so one heat level one, heat level two, heat level three, so on and so forth, yeah. resets all of the okay the rewards. Yeah. Gotcha. So you you can you can get lots and lots of Titan blood by by, uh, by playing through different heats for each see, weapon. See, that was something that I'd actually missed. Um, yeah. I I understood that playing through with the weapons again wouldn't give me more titan blood because that's what that's actually what i was trying to do i was trying to grind out titan blood as well as get further in the story and i hadn't beaten hades with every weapon yet so i'd chosen to do that first but when i did have weapons that you know had the you know the black haze on it whatever the the game tells you to use that weapon i did try the heat to get like you know to try to do the reset and i don't know maybe it was just me but i didn't feel like it was clear exactly what i was getting into with what do you mean like it would say i guess what i was adjusting as far as what my playthrough was going to be but like once i actually got in there i mean i only dealt with it a couple times but i wasn't certain what was going to happen i guess and and, and, and it might have just been me no and and i think that's why i was asking because it kind of like sprung up on you like you beat it and it's like a whole bunch of options all of a sudden right and i'm like trying to like yeah. process what's happening and they give you like some explanation but you know i'm like i don't know what's even going on and and like i said i played a few more times after i beat hades the first time and i'd mess with the different heats but i didn't really it didn't really like to just to kyle's point like it never was super clear but you saying that makes sense like probably from you playing a few times i don't know if you got that immediately but to me i didn't definitely didn't glean that from only doing it a few times you know like oh like Mm -hmm. that's what that is i just thought it was yeah like the the incentive to turn on heats wasn't clear because if if i had known it i guess as clearly as you just said it i feel like i would have been more inclined to do it but while i was intently playing the game for some reason yeah that that didn't glean upon me either well i think i don't know if they told me that or if someone saw told me online or if i just notice because the ui also shows it but it like it's not clear yeah it shows it'll show like what rewards you've gotten for that weapon at that heat and it'll put little question marks when it's reset like oh you can get this again um so mm. once you know that you'll 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 look at the ui now when you play the game next and you'll say oh that's what that is Maybe that um i it's very possible that i just turned on a, a, a low level heat and just played through and was like oh i'm getting new new mm-hmm. blood that's cool and just notice um it. I think the reason I wanted to was because I wanted to continue the story and I wanted to um I wanted to make the fight more interesting. Mm-hmm. One of the one of my the my favorite, I guess, uh pact is the one I mentioned. So basically it, every level of the pact adds a new uh it adds a new, I guess, complication to the battles uh for for the bosses so the first level of the pact makes you fight two or three of the furies at once oh yeah uh, i've seen those and the second level of the pact makes cool. the hydra totally changes the chamber for the hydra Ooh. and it's a much more difficult dynamic battle uh where where it makes a lot more sense the fact that you have to uh kill the heads because the main head is in the middle of basically 
a set of islands in lava. And at first he's chained there. And so you kind of had to maneuver around him to get to the heads on the edge of the outside edges. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then during the battle, he'll actually come unchained like a giant chain chomp and just be bouncing <laughs> around. Hilarious. And so all of his attacks are now mobile. And so it's much more terrifying. Nice. I do not think that I have activated the level that changes Theseus and Asterius, and I'm kind of afraid to see what happens. <laughs> it's like, oh. oh, now it's going to get even more cheesier. So, okay, so talking about like, okay, I want to talk a little bit about the story because you mentioned kind of your y'all's motivation of keep playing for the story. So mm-hmm. um, first, I want to stop and talk about Hades for a second, the boss mm-hmm. itself, um, <laughs> because you talked about it earlier, Kyle, that cathartic moment of beating Hades the first time. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny because I don't know how you guys have been playing it. Um, but, uh, you know, Kyle's married. I'm married. Steve is soon to be wedded. And soon. like I was playing it on in the living room and Shailene would come in and see me playing it periodically. And she would see me like getting either dirt worked or working somebody right (laughs) and she would watch for a while and be like "Ooh, this is tough and i'm like i know (laughs) you know like i'm just trying to talk to her but like i'm in it and so she saw me progressively getting better at the game and eventually she saw me get to hades right and i got to hades maybe on my third or fourth attempt in the game um maybe third or fourth i can't remember I, I i didn't really have issues with any of the bosses until no maybe not third maybe like fifth attempt so anyway i get there it's and much better than me and um i'm playing and man he just just murdered me like it was oh, yeah. not even fair right and i was like snap okay i'm gonna make it through again so i make it through again i get to him and me being naive thinking i beat him <laughs> uh, and then the music drops bro. yes oh, he goes to his is, knee and i'm like wait down? and i'm like, no, i didn't put it down i never put the control like that <laughs> <laughs> that's like like i feel like veteran gamer 101 never put the control down until like yeah. you're absolutely removed from the moment <laughs> in a menu or something yeah like no yeah. way um so Anyway, she saw me progressively fighting him more and more. I don't know how many attempts it took me to beat him, but it was like maybe 16. I don't know. I'll just throw a number. And I just remember the moment when I finally beat his behind. And I was it was like one of the perfect setup baboons. The like all the stuff was going. I got my pattern down. I was destroying his little green exploding things because those were the things that were killing me. Not him. Those stupid wave. Yeah, those jars are a problem. They were the worst. Uh, And I don't know. I felt like I was in second heaven because I was like, yeah. (laughs) 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 I don't know what it was like for y'all, but it was crazy. It felt so good. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Um, It's satisfying not just because he dirt works you, but because, again, he's kind of smug. And he clearly clearly looks down on Zagreus and seemingly is like very unfair and uh arbitrary in his rules and so it feels good to put his you know face in the ground Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and like your whole journey doesn't like necessarily even phase him and so he's like up there he's like i'll see you back at home boy 
<laughs> right before yeah. he, he's about you know to fight you. And then the first couple times when you do fight him, he beats you and he says something. I forgot, like you shouldn't have even tried or you're wasting yeah. your time. And it's like, like he, he he's a, he's the pinnacle of like a final boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and because you get to like you know fight him over and over again because of it's part of it. And getting better at fighting him does feel really good. And then you get home and hypnosis like, oh, it just says re- uh, redacted. redacted. <laughs> so this man will even sign his name on my death warrant. Right. You just, you just don't even know. I mean, I think that's I wonder if the, anybody's ever beaten him on their first try. Like and like because like I almost feel like a part of the narrative is for you to die to him once. Mm-hmm. Like. And just to experience that. But I wonder what it's like if you just beat him. I, I guess it probably still runs through the cycle. Eventually you'll die to him. But like, like, what does it feel like to somebody who beats him on the first try, first time playing the game? And they're like, just, you know, they're past that point. Like, I, I wonder if that even happened. <laughs> like, like somebody organically? Like not yeah. after speedrunning or anything? Yeah, like organically the first time they play the game. That's wild. The first time they get to him and they beat him. It's, I have... I have to think that's impossible. <laughs> I, I don't feel, know, man. I feel like there's somebody out there who's like a very patient gamer, who's very like meticulous. Yeah, like who would just like okay, like take their time. But I feel like those green jars are just enough. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would be kind of like one of those things where you could you could read about a driver's test if you've never driven before, and it's like the one percent of people who would pass the driver test just from reading. Like so, so, if somebody was watching somebody else play Hades on YouTube or something, and then they bought it and played through it for the first time, like I don't think they'd be completely oblivious to the game, mm-hmm. but you know, it'd be like their first experience. So it would, it probably, they probably, I think there is unique dialogue for you know when you beat Hades on your first run. I would hope so at least. I'm sure there is. I 100 percent guarantee they recorded it. I I feel like because even a new player, it isn't just the fact that you're a new player; it's also the fact that your character is really under level. Like you don't have any darkness, right. no mirror abilities. You're not I supposed have to, to believe it's impossible. Well, you know what? If uh, let's think about it this way: say you're somebody who always dies, like on your way to him, and you die like fifty times. Oh, then there's wait, wait, wait. Ch- hmm? You're saying you play through, and the first time you meet him, you beat him. Yes, the first time you meet him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about. Oh, like, you mean the on the fir- first? You sit down, like your first, first half hour. Oh, I don't think anybody's. Yeah, that's what I've been that. saying. I don't think okay, that. like somebody okay. beating Dark Souls in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't understand why everybody said this was so hard. Dude, it was kind of easy. My PlayStation can't save, so I have to do it all at once. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, old school problems. <laughs> like used to really be like that. <laughs> so, so Bro, yeah, go ahead. Ducktales two on the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Hey man, games were like that. Man, you had to play it all the way through. Don't turn it off. Hope your battery don't die. The oh, power yeah. don't go out. Yeah. Leave your console on for days. For days. Uh, your parents are like, I remember. why is it so hot in this room? <laughs> <laughs> there was an item in DuckTales 2 called a continue. And I'm like, oh, you have to buy this to save. And I bought it and I turned off my game and it didn't save. Of course. It was, it was a, it's a continue after you the die. game over. Ooh. Yeah. Snap. So, so, so let's talk a little bit about the story. Because... Okay. Um, I'm interested to hear from y'all because I know I have gotten less of the story than you guys. Um, mm. and just like full disclosure, the main reason that I 
have not continued playing the game is because of the story. Um, but but not from the story being negative, uh-huh. but because I didn't feel like it was worth it anymore. So Ooh. so um so cathartic moment you beat Hades, and yeah. then. And then, like, to me, because I, I've been hearing from you guys that the game, like, you, I remember one of the last times we talked, you were like, hey, don't watch, uh, don't look up the music or something. Yeah. Because uh, it was so on and so forth. Song. So I figured there was something, like, okay, something happens with the characters. So I, I was, you know, and I love stories. So I'm just interested. I like to be in the dark. I haven't seen anything about the game. I actually didn't even know what the game looked like before I downloaded it. So Ooh, cool. Yeah, that's just, you know, that's the way I am when I come to games. I like to be 100% pure as much as I can. So anyway, nice. Um, I play the game, beat Hades, and actually, the night that I beat Hades, it was like 1 a.m. in the morning and I need to go to sleep. I just hey. paused the game right there, and I didn't walk to the next screen. I just cool. waited to the next day. So anyway, I'm super excited to figure out what's going to happen next. You walk through, you meet his mom, she talks to you, then like plot twist. You can't stay out there long, mm-hmm. which to me I thought was really cool. Yeah, and yeah. and then you die. Now, I guess maybe it's expectations or whatever, but I thought that in some way the game would change. Like yeah. something about the game would be different. Um, yeah, you know, he said, "Hey, I'm gonna see you again, mom." Blah 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 blah. I thought maybe okay, cool. Now that I beat the game. I don't have to go through this grind of playing this for 30, 40 minutes mm-hmm. and to accidentally die fighting, you know, uh, Hades, there. Yeah. you know, da, 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 da. And I was disappointed that wasn't the case. And mm-hmm. immediately after doing that, I played again and I got to Hades. I got him to the second form and I died. And for some reason, that killed my spirit. Yeah. It killed my spirit. And I said, I can't play this anymore. Like, I, I've tried really? to pick it up a few more times. And I've been like playing it and I'm like, what's the point, man? I'm going to get to Hades. And if I'm not using a weapon that I'm really comfortable with or mm-hmm. maybe I get gimped because I got caught in the corner and hit by three of those stupid green blasts. Or in one of the stupid fights, I fight somebody and he takes one of my, you know, revive. Like, I just kept thinking about all the negative things that could happen prior to me getting or to her again. And I was like, it's not worth it. Because I was yeah. like, I'm going to go up there. She's going to talk to me for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And, you know, I'm going to die again. And I was like, I don't think the game goes any further than this. Than just illuminating why she left. And it just, I don't know. At that point, yeah, I just was like. invested enough. Yeah, I was, it was like I was super invested. And then they killed my spirit. And that's just my experience. Because. And it's so sad. Yeah, so it is, but I get it. I totally get it, though. Yeah, so I'm interested. Like, so what was it like for y'all? Like, what's has the story been continuing to motivate you to keep playing? Like, has the story gotten better beyond that? Like, I'm just interested to hear. So I it mean, did for me. Do you want us to tell you what happens? Continue if you keep playing. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm. There's no. I'm 100% spoiler. Whatever. Just share. <laughs> all right. Like all right. I knew everything. You can go know. first, Kyle. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure I'll have. Less to say, um, but no, I I totally feel that sentiment and really that feeling of like total loss, especially after a big win, is the reason why I usually don't give roguelikes a second chance. <clears throat> and so, 
Yeah, to get because you you kind of see you know what awaits you because you know that you know that that's the end once you reach the surface because that's mm-hmm. the whole point. You've even you've made you know sixteen runs to beat Hades. What's to get to the top to be sent back and then you know you'd think at least like the game would palpably acknowledge that you left, but mm-hmm. I think what they intended to do was make it seem like you leaving isn't as significant as your player as Zagreus is making it out to be. So I think it's a story reason why they don't really treat it like it's a big deal, but as a player, they they could have made it seem a little bit more heavy as far as cuz you went through a lot <laughs> as the player yeah. to do that. Zagreus feels that, but then like everybody else isn't acknowledging it and so it's like, well was it really that big a deal? I guess yeah. that's, that's how it was for me. And um but along the way what kept me invested was the the side characters. Like yeah. um there were so many people like in the hub world and I'd make my rounds to talk to them after every run. And so mm-hmm, their mm-hmm. their lives would progress and eventually Wait. they would tell me things and based off of what they said, you know, I'd meet somebody new on my run that had a callback to something I talked about with another person or I'd get a piece of lore and you know it was all kind of building up this story and the reason why I haven't played the game anymore was because uh there were there have been runs I know there's plenty of story left but there have been runs that made me feel like you know whenever you're playing a game and you talk to an NPC who's in their house right you go talk to them they give you a piece of dialogue and then you come back and say, hey, I can't talk right now. I'm sweeping or something like oh, I'm like busy right now. Progress. Go away. Type type of, you know, recycled mm-hmm. dialogue is what I was feeling like I was getting from the characters after run, after run, after run. And so I was like, I'm not doing the right thing to progress to progress the story. And I'm not here for the game anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I right. had no reason to play. I can feel that. Wow. Interesting. Do you do that, Brad? Did you talk to all the NPCs in the house after you would die and come back? Yeah, every time I talked to every single one of okay. them, I would try to. I was kind of invested in their stories, but um, I guess to me, kind of to Kyle's point, I I figured there's like a little some more that I was gonna keep going, but it kind of all felt like window dressing. Like I didn't. I was like, is something significant gonna happen, or is this just now like? day in the life of people in Hades, you know, and not that Zachary's mm. story was like super duper the most incredible story ever, but I just didn't, I was like, I don't know what the point of this is anymore. Like I got out of Hades and I can't do anything. I'm assuming the people in Olympus have some ulterior motive or something, but like, like every time I talk to their, them, when I get boons, now it's just, you know, uh, recycled dialogue or, <laughs> Oh, you know, like, Hey, and, nephew. Hey, never. I see that you use my, you know, this person's power, you know, like, and I was like, okay, cool. So I've basically gotten all the unique, interesting dialogue from these guys. Uh, okay, cool. I've reached the surface and basically found out that I can't stay there. So, you know, like, I'm the only thing I was interested in at this point was like, why were the gods of Olympus interested in me so much? But it almost seemed like that's not even important to them anymore. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, I'll talk to everybody, but I guess kind of like Kyle said, I felt the same way. Like, I, did you guys 
give gifts of uh of nectar to the npcs when you talk to them yes yeah and they gave me okay. stuff and i was like thank you no i mean did you keep doing it though well the thing is I i'd have did. to play the game more and i just and i didn't <laughs> that's fair yeah but I, kyle did you keep doing it i'm glad you brought that up because i did and when you give them nectar they give you a bit of dialogue and then like there's the ui that shows like this row of hearts and while you're doing it, there's just a singular row of hearts, maybe like two locked hearts after them. And so at, at first I was just giving it willy nilly because I didn't really understand what was happening. And eventually I got to the point to where I was getting nectar more often. So I decided to hold it and give it to the, char- the same character over and over again. But then it happened to where characters would just be missing from where they usually are yeah, yeah. or they'd be in specific places. So I couldn't give them the nectar. And I was like, ah, oh, this is getting really hard to target somebody. So eventually, after run after run after run, getting more nectar, trading diamonds for nectar, or doing and doing really stupid stuff that felt, at least it felt like it because I didn't know what value things actually had outside of like trying to buy a new rug or furniture. I didn't know <laughs> if that helped anything either. So anyway, I focused on the nectar. And I forgot who it was. I think it was Skelly who I leveled up first to the nectar. And I can't remember exactly what happened. But I want to say that's when he gave me his charm, when I when I gave him enough nectar to level him up. But then I also did the same thing for another character, and I got to one of the locked hearts, and it said yeah. you need to progress, you need to progress some sort of story or something for this character to unlock it. Like it got to the yeah. point to where the method I was using to get further with that character no longer was going to work. I didn't have ample information to know how to progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I would argue you might have had ample information, not from that UI, but just from playing the game. So, like, uh, if you, I don't know, uh, essentially what that means is you have to talk to other characters that are involved with the plot, the subplot that you're dealing with. Yeah. So, so, so if you're talking with, if you're talking with uh, Nyx and you kind of run into a wall with her. Uh, eventually, you're supposed to talk to Chaos mm. because they have a rift between them, and you're trying to you're trying to help them be friends or be family friends. again, <laughs> or you know Patroclus and Achilles, or yeah. Eurydice and Orpheus. Like, and see, I think I that's got, fine. It's just yeah. for that to be linked to the same things as me giving them nectar, which felt like I was making progress. It really felt like it stunted, because I mean. Yeah, on the surface, you know, the, the link between these characters might seem obvious, but I'll be honest, I didn't glean that, like, who directly I was supposed to go talk to, because they all kind of offhandedly refer to each other. So mm-hmm. I would have talked to everyone eventually, but you know, and I, yeah, and I, I just talked to everyone I could. So I and, and I don't, I never paid attention to who was connected to who. And, I just talked I just to wanna, everyone as much as possible. I just want to add that, like, what Kyle said about the. The RNG of them being in a, a the building at any given time also made the strategy of trying to like target a particular relationship and maybe like one time like you say Kyle like one time I was saving up nectar to give to a particular person came back they were gone and then I waste I used it on somebody else because I was like cool and then the person came back and then I wish I had <laughs> saved it and then. And then I went yeah. to run and then I run into Eurydice or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, and then all of a sudden I'm like, OK, cool. Well, I have no control over when I will see these people. And mm-hmm. and the only way for me to progress the story is to play the game. And the game is cool. I don't have anything with it. But the problem is 
Like, I feel like my only reason to play the game is to beat Hades. And if I'm not feeling like I want to do a run where I really play against Hades, I just want to, like, do a run to run into characters. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, hopefully it'll show up this time. And then, okay, like, did it, like it just felt like I was in this loop of, like, man, I got to play, do this run, like, 50 times. And already just being married and, like, <laughs> to be honest, like, the runs are longer than I would hope. Uh, I wish they were like maybe 15 minutes shorter, like as a total, maybe a little bit shorter. Like, I feel like I can only literally do one run in, I can do one t- entire run, maybe a day or. Yeah, that's what I do. You know, and, but that's, I get to play my game once every three or four days because I have life going on, right? Yeah. So yeah, it just feels so slow. And I was just like, yo, like, I'm just going to play something else. <laughs> where I can and it's kinda... for the the possibility. Like, you, you sink an yes. hour into that run for the possibility <laughs> of getting the story that you think you're w- working towards. Well, I mean, you. for me, it's like, I always feel like, all right, let me, let me start at what I was going to say when you initially asked the question, Brad. Do that. Uh, first... The same as Kyle, I liked the side characters and all that. I was really invested in everything with Eurydice, everything with uh, Patroclus. Uh, I haven't really found anything related to Sisyphus yet. I don't know if I just need to keep talking to him or what. Um, If you keep, I'll just tell you what happens. If you keep escaping Mm -hmm. and meeting with Persephone, she, it eventually you start to like convince her that it might be worth coming home. Okay. And you start to convince Hades that it might be worth it to, you know, open himself up to that. And so eventually you bring her home with you. Instead of dying, you go out there and then Karen picks you up and brings you both back to the house. And so from that point on, she'll be an NPC in the house and she's like dressed up. And for me, that was hugely worth it because it felt like I was bringing the family back together, you know. Mm, Um, Yeah. And the, the musical payoff was also very nice. There's a song that plays while you're coming home, and it's really cool. Um, and so then at that point, it becomes, that probably would break your spirit, because after that, you still, basically, Hades gives you the job. He's like, I want you to keep breaking out, because you're showing off all of the uh, the problems in our security. So you become, it basically gives you the job of trying to break out, but he'll still fight you. Um, like, he's like, I won't go easy on you. But it's much more, like, genial. Like, now you're fighting because you're supposed to. And because, you know, everyone gets along and it's great. And then after you beat Hades, you just walk off the screen and die. Like, it kind of, that's, that kind of sucks. Ooh. I wish they'd at least let you so, go to the so let me go ask, to Persephone. Let me ask you this. Is there any in the story, like, the, the Olympic gods? Like, what's up with them? So that's next. That's what I'm working on now is you're supposed to create closer bonds with the gods i don't know if it's all the gods or like one god but you're supposed to create closer bonds in an effort to part of part of the i guess the cajoling and convincing her to come home was like well if i come home you know it might cause trouble between olympus and the underworld and so she has some plan that she wants to enact but in order to help her enact it you have to become closer to the gods. so that's what i've been working on um and that's just slow going because there's a lot of gods and He's only so much nectar. Um, so I also built fun. a relationship with Megara, <laughs> hey. which is funny. Um, Your boo thing. 
Yeah. So now, now when you meet her on a run, you know, she's like, I'm not going to, you know, basically she's like, this isn't like at home. Like I'm going to tear you up. And he's like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm. And then you, you tear her up, obviously. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I felt like for me, I was just happy to keep talking to Persephone and like keep, I didn't understand what the story was going to do. Um, but I was really happy when she came home and now she's like, Oh, there's more to it. And, you know, so I'm, and now I'm fighting towards that. Uh, bringing your, your, or bringing your and Orpheus together was awesome. Yeah. I'm working on Patroclus. I don't know how that's going to play out, but I'm, I'm like, you know, every time Which I talk to him, is that the one who's like, uh, like depressed? Yeah. The, the depressed guy. And you, you like unfold the story as you go with them. It's really cool. Um, I think I only Skelly, ran into him like three times. That's what I'm saying. I've only yeah, run into him like super, twice. Like I don't know why he's he's super rare. Yeah, I always make sure to talk to him when I see his sign on the door. For sure. Um, he he becomes less rare. I think I think the RNG kind of favors plots as you go. So like, mm-hmm. it won't get you involved with every subplot until you've kind of knocked out some of the earlier ones. Mm. Um, one of the plots now is I'm trying to build up darkness so I can help. Uh, Nyx reconnect with chaos. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. Kyle, you were going to say something earlier. Yeah. Uh, so, just I guess the more that you describe what's happening in the game, just further convinces me never to return because, <laughs> because it sounds like the gameplay and what you're actually doing now is becoming further and further disjointed. Yes. Like you're making. This, I agree. The same yeah. run. Doing these same like they become monotonous once you've done them a hundred times, a thousand times. You might get better at it, but well, I disagree with that. Well, you can. That's fine. But yeah. I mean, for me, just like I think there's further incentive than running through the same hoops to come out on the other side and say, "Oh, here's another treat." You know, it, I added a sprinkle to this one. I'm gonna add a sprinkle to the same treat next time you come around. You know, and so it's just like. I don't know. I mean, I know it's the type of game. Like, they can't change mm-hmm. the gameplay. Mm-hmm. I, I understand why it's this way, but it's also the, the reason why I'm not going to play the game anymore. So, I, I would even say, like, you know, I 100% agree with... It's interesting because I agree with your opinion, Cal, and I agree with your opinion, Steve, but because <laughs> I think this is the kind of game that fits the kind of game that Steve likes. So... It's yeah. it's not like uh, let's say um, let's choose like Uncharted, like Uncharted mm. is the kind of game whose whole goal is to do is like it's a triple A game. It has an incredible story. The game plays a certain way. It's like a linear experience. It's trying to say something that hopefully would resonate with a very broad audience, right? Like it's like not too. It's pretty. It's pretty like commercial if you think about it, right? Um, and Hades is a really cool game that has something really cool to say, but essentially at the end of the day, it's a roguelike action, third person, you know, kind of game. Sure. And, and you know, knowing you, Steve, that's the kind of game you like, right? Like the kind of indie feel, that, that vibe, you know, like, and that's cool. And maybe for myself and Kyle, we have different expectations going into games. Like for me, what really interested me was the story. Like that's what drove me to play the game. 
And once the story seemed like, oh, it's not worth it to me to play this anymore. And like Kyle just said, it kind of reaffirms like, oh, I might never pick this game up again. Like I was thinking, well, if the story is kind of interesting, maybe I'll keep playing. But if it's just about, you know, you know, uh, Animal Crossing, getting characters to like each other, it doesn't vibe for me <laughs> not, not no disrespect but more just saying like that's what it is in my brain like oh it's like you know um more about the 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 relationships in these short stories um i'm really interested in i guess an epic tale you know um, yeah. yeah i in general i agree with that the story I, is fantastic and the, the voice acting is incredible it's, it's super engaging when it's right right I think I think if the game so yeah earlier you said you know I don't want to grind for this stuff and so I think the big difference is that to me like you said this is a kind of game that I really enjoy mm-hmm. I really love the moment to moment experience I love the gameplay mm-hmm. I love we've been talking about the random boons and having to adapt I like that um I love the music and the voice acting and the art like everything just really really vibes and clicks for me yeah yeah and so I play the game. I'm, I'm curious. Like I'm curious to see what happens next and do all these things. But I really just love, like, let me kill a 40 minutes. Let me jump on Hades and do a run. Um, maybe I'll stream it. Maybe I'll just, mm-hmm. you know, take a screenshot afterwards to, to remember it by. But, oh, yeah, I also take screenshots of all my wins. Because <laughs> I, like, I like to, like, look at the build and look at Catalog it later it. and be like, oh, yeah, Ooh, yeah, that was a good build. Um well, let me ask you. I don't know why. Let me ask you a question, Steve. Like, if you were to remove most of the story from the game, like, just imagine, like, in general, like, you know, there's still some kind of like framing, but overall, it's like really low level. The voice acting isn't as great per se. Like, it's just about you getting out of Hades over and over. You think you would just play it, even if the stories weren't like integral to it? Because you know, like, just play the game purely for the gameplay uh not purely for the gameplay i think i would get bored of it faster maybe i would still play up to the point i have and keep playing but i think that's going to push me on or it has pushed me on fat farther than i otherwise would have played um because i i like i mean i really enjoy talking to everyone i know it's i just i really like uh wallow in all of the writing it doesn't feel it doesn't feel uh like Kyle, you were describing how it feels like you're just being talked in a cycle over and over. It doesn't, I haven't, maybe I haven't gotten to that point. I don't know how, but uh, in general, except for Sisyphus, I feel like he's just kind of like, oh, hey, what's <laughs> there, up? Like, what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's some darkness. Uh, I'm like, should I, should I like help you out, mate? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, I think the catharsis of like what's happening in the plot has really as as part of the polish mm-hmm. but yeah in general i think the polish is a lot of it yeah and i if there was a way i guess like because I, I felt like i was playing the game the way they wanted me to play it and i felt like i experienced what they wanted me to experience as far as like game fr- from like mechanically the gameplay like it, it's supposed to be a tough roguelike to get to the end you get these random boons and you fight a, a tough boss. But now I feel I, I want there to be like I'm saying, and I'm, I'm saying this to voice, I guess, my side of it, why I'm backing out is because I want there now to be a way 
for me to back away from that side of things mm. and enjoy the rest of the things the game has to offer kind of at my leisure dude mm-hmm. you literally said exactly what i've been thinking about this game i wish there was a way that i could like skip like having to play the game so i could right. experience the game like yes like yeah i sense that some major games now have like <laughs> a more like story mode like it's easy like i don't necessarily want it to be easy like i would i still enjoy like uh the fighting the random fights like the room to room i think for Mm -hmm. some reason i'm not really interested in fighting the bosses as much anymore because like i get it now i just have to do it and i kind of wish i could like start at uh asphodel or start at fighting hades or something i wish i could just skip and just focus on the part that matters to me like like I just wish there was a way, like, maybe they just give me random boons that I have no choice over, and then I just fight Hades. I think I'd really be down for that. And then I could hopefully, in a shorter period of time, get through the story, or maybe just play certain segments of the game. Like, I don't know. I just wish there was a, like... Like a boss rush or something. Yeah, or even just yeah, remove bosses completely. Or so I could just go through and meet all the side characters and... You I know. think these kind of I think both of both options kind of solve the same problem that you mentioned earlier, Brad. It's just like playing the game now, it just takes too long. So like if there was just a way because we've made it through the slog. Mm-hmm. The actual journey is a slog. So now just give me a shorter, you know, a shorter version. Like I I'll play through at the same exact difficulty, but maybe like cut down the rooms to like half. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like like I was saying earlier, I wish it was like ten to fifteen minutes shorter, and I think I can be still playing it right now. Like you could play faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get just, to more story fast. Just any way I could just get through the dungeons and like even if I f- die at Hades over and over, I wish I could just get to Hades in ten minutes instead of thirty five or thirty minutes or whatever time it takes me. I can't. I'm not sure. Like because I get to Hades and then I die and that I don't get to pay off of the story. I get some items. Or I don't get the the benefit of beating it and also beating it with the heat on it. So I have to do that same heat over again. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't get all the benefits that I would like. Like, it just feels like a whole run is wasted. And I'm like, well, I'm here again. <laughs> um, I think it I think it kind of starts to feel like because it's it's so epic, the tale. I mm-hmm. think it's starting to feel like a gameplay version of anime padding. Where mm, you're going like... through all these rooms, <laughs> I feel like... fighting the henchmen, right? Where they could have fewer rooms that give me more coins, you know, more yeah. upgrades. You know, there's a way to shorten the process, but they haven't. Yeah, I feel like that boss rush idea would be super cool. If I could just go from boss to boss to boss to boss. And then, like, in the room, between each room, I just can kind of, like... Maybe it's a, uh, a lottery system, like a, you know, pull a slot <laughs> and I get something, or I have a <laughs> binary choices, A or B, A or B, and I just do that not knowing what I'm going to get next or something, like, just to make it, like, somewhat interesting and not to, like, you know, it'd be cool, like, uh, or... The, well, I don't want random moons. I actually like strategizing and, well, and saying, well, like, will I get this or that? Well, what I mean is, basically, remove all of the, the fights that you have to do and just get the doors, like, uh, just select between them, and then you get the same choices you would get in a normal run, 
but you just make those as your decisions instead of fighting mm-hmm. your way to get those choices. Like, and it's just boss, those choices, boss, those choices, boss, those choices, Hades, you know? So this is not, this is not what you're describing. And on the surface, I, I wonder if it would even solve the problem you're trying to describe. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the God mode? Like you when, can't take damage. You can't take damage. No, no, you take damage. You, um, uh, it's not, it's not a difficulty thing. Hold on a minute. Oh, it's I know what you're talking about. Wait, 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 wait. No, I, I don't know. I in know the, God, yeah, the menu, a, you can turn on God. It's a setting in the menu. And let me see if I can describe it. Yeah, I forgot what it does. It reduces the damage you take from enemies by 25%. Uh-huh. Or sorry, by 20%. And then every time you die and return to the house, that resistance increases by 2%. So yeah. it's just handicapped. It's a handicap, but it's it's cumulative, and so you know you turn it on, and eventually you're just blasting through. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the downside of that, and why it wouldn't solve your problem, is because then you just have a bunch of easy fights, and it's still a time sink. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I get through the fights a little bit faster, but yeah, I still have to. It's just a handicap. Like it's not God mode yeah. to me. Like God because... mode is I'm a beast from the. Jungle. No, no, no. You're right. It's <laughs> it's not what I would. It's not what I would traditionally call God mode. It's literally called God mode in the setting. Yeah, yeah. I assume because you're a god literally <laughs> and that yeah, would kind of take um, away because the game is it's like it's a fun game and you know the moment to moment i don't i don't because i refused to turn on god mode because of i didn't want the challenge to be scaled back i just want how long it mm-hmm. takes to be scaled back okay sure yes yeah. it just just uh yeah just whatever mode would make it a little bit faster if it's just quick play if you know like how a lot of games have those kind of modes maybe they'll add it in the future uh but like I, I doubt though. <laughs> hey, you never know. Like they might they might see that like it's worth it. Um and, and I and not nothing against uh you know, like like the reality is in life, you know, uh a lot of the time that you have now, Steve is gonna change, right? Once you're married and you have somebody else in your life who's you know, your your time is together and separate, like so certain games are just gonna become like harder to play right because yeah you, you keep saying that but i think that's i think this is one of the easiest games for me to play because most games i want to sit down for like a couple hours you know but this game i get 40 minutes and i'm done well that's what i'm saying like you won't always have 40 minutes <laughs> like like right of, of, but it's easier of, than a couple hours yeah yeah i mean that's makes sense but like to me like for example, I'm playing God of War right now. Like, I can play that game and progressively make progress. I can play for 20 minutes, and I'm always making progress. And I'm going to get to the end, and the game's going to end. And I'm like, cool, done, right? But knowing, like, I need to put in 40 minutes 100 times to get some very, you know, smaller, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, does, sure. it doesn't have the payoff. And then, like... Because the game, how it is, it's a roguelike. Say you only have 20 minutes. Like, that means your PlayStation, you're going to only want it. Like, you don't want anybody to mess with your PlayStation or play another game. No, you can you can quit. You can save and quit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's true. That's true. Um, but you, you, I guess in a way, it's like, you, you'll, I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn. I don't know how it is for you, Kyle, as a married man. But I feel like my time is just very different than what it was when i was single and just living 
and so games have a different vibe so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if how you play games will change or if you'll yeah yeah i'm not looking forward to seeing yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> no i agree because it's like it's it's the time sync like over time like like not not per session but like the being able to finish like you said the god of war is eventually gonna finish and so like every 20 minutes you put in it's still moving the needle while 20 minutes on this game you may you're 20 minutes further into a single run and then once you get out of that run you have no idea how much further that's going to push the rest of the game and so it's just like i guess i mean you have to balance those things out yourself too you know like if, if this is the only game you're interested in playing well, then you probably you're probably good. Yeah, yeah, you're fine with 20 minutes. But if you're like, if you want to play a game because you actually want to finish it, and you, you know, know how much time you have to invest per session, and how that leads up to you finishing it, and that's gonna that's gonna, that's gonna determine. I I would think how often you're gonna in, you're willing to invest in a longer game. Yeah, yeah, and I'm and I'm interested just personally because uh, I like I, I think I mentioned I just started playing God of War the playstation 4 version playstation 5 version and i'm interested to see if i have a similar feeling about it because like the gameplay i enjoy maybe a little bit more than i enjoy hades right like i enjoy the gameplay but really what's driving me forward is the story like i think the story is super interesting like what they're trying to put out in front of you seems very epic but i wonder if there's going to be a point where i play it and then I'm like, oh, I get it now. And then I just stop playing, <laughs> you know. Um, you know what's going to happen. You know, and I hope that doesn't happen. But, like, I feel that, like, I feel like, you know, we've talked about it before. My game, how I play games is different. But, like, one part of me is kind of sad because I really like Hades a lot. And I feel that if I was in a different place in my life, this would be a 9.5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but like where I'm at right now, it's an eight, you know, and I totally get why it's the highest rated game on the PlayStation 5. I think it's a killer game. Like the voice acting, like I was blown away, son. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it makes sense coming from, you know, uh, the team that made, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's your, uh, the game again? Uh, Steve? Bastion Transistor. Transistor. Yeah, like Bastion and Transistor. Like, yo, like, like you said, I think you said it before, Steve. This is clearly the culmination of all their work. Like I get it. Like, yeah. um, so yeah. I'm a little disappointed that that's kind of where I'm at. But hopefully, you know, you never know. Like they might add those modes, and you might see me playing that game again. You know. Um, hey man, don't be disappointed. You you had your fun, right? Like you enjoyed it. You beat you beat the main boss. That's a good point. You don't have to keep real, playing if you don't real, want to. Real. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I. You get, yeah, you get, I think I think you've got what you needed out of it. So that's fair. That's good. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kyle, what were you gonna say? No, I was saying I agree um, with you know the the amount of just excellence that exudes that this game exudes. Like every like I I agree with you, um, Steve, earlier when you said that this is like what this game set out to do, it does well, mm-hmm. and you know it's a culmination of the games that they've made before. And I, I really I really appreciate what you just said. You know that what you 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 got out of it. You know what. Like that's the whole point of like the buying the game is not to fulfill somebody else's desire with the game, not to play it as long as they would, not to even finish it, but to get your value out of it, you know. And if the value is just a fresh experience, then that's enough, you know. Yeah. That's and the fact that yeah. you enjoyed yourself a lot, a lot while you were still enjoying yourself is a lot. 
you know, I might have my qualms against it. But yeah, I, I still think it's it's a game I still recommend everybody to play and a game that I will continue to recommend. And, and you know, in a weird way, one part of me is like, okay, cool. I think I'm this story in this chapter of the game is it done in my life. But another part of me just kind of hearing the joy that you get out of it, Steve, and some of the cool things that you're encountering and still that you have more to um, encounter like with the gods of Olympus makes me go, you know, mm. like maybe from time to time I'll play a run or two. Like if I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like just pick it up from time to time, you know, maybe play it a little bit differently, maybe without the goal of beating Hades, but just like focusing on, you know, getting better at the game, you know, like, I don't know, like yeah. I kind of walked away from, you know, as we kind of, I guess, come in for a landing, like walking away from like, okay, I feel pretty good about my decision to stop playing. But at the same time, I kind of like, like, I don't know. I like it a little bit more <laughs> than I did before, which is interesting. Well, I'm glad I could, uh, I'm glad that I could do, make you feel a little bit more, uh, you made me realize something with that. Um, cause the last couple of times that I've thought about playing Hades, Steve, Steve actually like, coincidentally ste- streamed mm-hmm. Hades one, a couple of those times. And I remember one time distinctively, he streamed it. And I watched him play, and it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to watch somebody who's really passionate about the game play it because they play it. He plays it much differently than I do, and he talks about, I guess, his decisions, which I ha- I don't care about while I'm playing, but while he's playing is interesting. Mm. And so then, you know, once he played his run through, I was like, man, that looked a whole lot. Of, that looked like a lot of fun. So I'm gonna play, and it wasn't nearly as fun <laughs> playing it myself. <laughs> Steve's playing. <laughs> Remember what I told you about when Steve plays Mario Kart? I think it was in one of our game. Uh, maybe it was our duo podcast. Like Steve plays a different game. Like he's playing. <laughs> like he's playing Mario Kart in its purest form. Like he's riding the rainbow. Like we are over here, like trying to understand the interface <laughs> and like get the game. But he's like he's in a different realm. So like yeah, oh, yeah. you watch him play. It's kind of like watching people play Apex. Who are really really uh-huh. good? You're like, yo, yeah, that was yeah, gangster, yeah. and then you get in there, and you just get mollywopped. Like, <laughs> like what just happened? <laughs> it's the same game. This ain't game the cheap. same game. You know, so um, oh yeah, you see those guys playing Apex, and they're they're like bouncing around the outside of buildings, mm-hmm. and right? I'm, I'm like, wow, that's th- you're right. It feels like a different game watching them play. Mm-hmm. Steve is Steve is the Apex predator. <laughs> the Hades, and Hades, savant. Mm, yeah. The the Hades. Hades, Hades. You're Sisyphus. You're just trapped in Hades forever. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think playing Hades, um, like you said, Brad, I think I would, I think I also would recommend it to most people. I think playing it and like understanding it fundamentally also helped me to enjoy, you know, high, like the same with Apex. It helps me to enjoy high level play. Uh, yeah. Even though, and I think that's one thing that even if you don't have a whole lot of time, Playing it for a little while facilitates whenever you can. Because the one thing I, re- I really liked about watching also was that I could watch him play it and it would kind of fulfill my desire to be to interact with the game. But then I can also do something else, which mm. I prefer to be doing rather than playing the game myself. Basically, uh, you wish that Hades turned into a cookie clicker game like <laughs> and, <laughs> after you beat Hades the first time. Well, exactly. <laughs> you need to just keep spamming their Twitter like... <laughs> Y'all need to make a cookie clicker mode. Y'all need to make. <laughs> Look at the boons I got. I mean, if you guys just want to watch me stream, I'll keep. I'll keep doing it. Hey, man. how dare you plug your stream? Yeah, I know, man. I, I'm not plugging it because I'm not telling <laughs> anyone it. what it's called. He plugging it. I'm plugging it to YouTube. What you need to 
stream is you playing Mario Kart against normal people. Like, just going somewhere, like, finding people who say they're good at Mario Kart, like, like me, I, like I said, I would think I'm good, and just be like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool, let's play, and just murdering them, and then just filming their reactions. I'd, I'd watch that. That'd be an awesome. I've played with Steve at um, BYOS a couple of times, and uh, yeah, the it's real. Like, him him and Caleb, like, I can sometimes yeah, pull a me. third. I've gotten a couple first. And Dale. Dude, Dale is really good, too. Y'all, we, y'all got are, some, we got some Carters over there. Y'all are bringing the, what is it, like, y'all are the forebears of the evolution of mankind. <laughs> like, what we're going to be <laughs> in the future. No, I still, I still break out in the cold sweats if I go into an online, you know, uh, room. Oh. And I see a Japanese kanji in the name, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Three, two, one. Game. Boodoo, <laughs> <laughs> you're never gonna win but um <laughs> like how you so get you, a mushroom at the starting line i don't understand <laughs> how'd i get hit with a blue shell <laughs> in last place. <laughs> place so um i guess let me ask you guys any last remarks about hades before we wrap it up any anything you like to share uh anything the composer described the soundtrack as mediterranean prog rock Halloween music, which I think is completely accurate. Yeah. Wow. Very good. Interesting. Yeah, the soundtrack is bomb. The voice acting, everybody, I applaud everyone who did voices in this game. And the art, it it grew on me at first. I was like, eh, the contrast and colors is weird. But after over time, it really grew on me. I've grown to love it. Um, I appreciate you suggesting it. Steve, this is a game yeah. I would not even with all the raving reviews. This is a game I would have never same picked up because games like this just aren't on my radar. I have no interest, and um, you'll make me blush. This is the first roguelike I've played that I liked. Uh oh, the the Wall of Fame, De- wow. definitively. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can ever play like Dead Cells or anything now. Like I'm spoiled. Yeah, this is this is the standard for me, and so you know you, you, you haven't played it. Play it. You never know. Like me, I played XCOM 2. I think it's a great strategy game. And I, I'll play stupid, dumb strategy games just because I want, <laughs> I'm just hoping for a taste. Then you played Mario vs. Rabbids, and XCOM is a thing of the past. I still need to get that. Thank you for reminding me. It's <laughs> very good. Oh, also, my favorite weapon from Hades was the spear. Hmm. Mm. Spear is very nice. Very nice. It, it, it was definitely my favorite until I found Aegis. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I think I'm never not playing with Aegis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I would say is I think I, I echo Kyle when he echoed Steve to say that they made the game that they meant to make. And and it was a perfect, you know, distillation of everything they've done. And I hope personally in my career, whatever that may be in the future, um, even what I do now, that I can create something of this caliber mm. that it's clear that like not only craftsmanship was put into it, but my heart and soul yeah. and like, yes. yeah. and I meant to say something with it. Um, so, you know, I definitely applaud Hades and uh, I, you know, what? I'm going to give it a new rating. I'm going to give it a 5.6 out of 10. Ooh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so cool. Cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. We finally had this conversation. So, um, you know, thank you once again, Steve, for introducing me and Kyle to this game. Uh, you know, there's many more games that we need to play and talk about. Um, 
there's still some things I'm, I'm excited about us talking about in the future. Um, some anime, some video games. Plenty, plenty more to come. Y'all keep listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Wait, did Kyle. Steve give his final remarks? Yeah. Yeah, I gave the first remark. Oh, okay, I was making sure. I felt, like, I felt like we skipped you. But. The first final remarks. No, no we, we never skipped Steve. He's never forgotten. But, um, <laughs> you know, thank you, Kyle, for your time. Thank you, Steve, for your time. Always a pleasure. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We really do appreciate you. Every kind word that you share with us, every comment, every like, every play is means the world to us like we we really like really like we pay attention you know like we really appreciate it so thank you guys for listening and you know of course share it with people like it uh we we just appreciate it so y'all take it easy you know happy birthday to anybody else out there in the world whose birthday is today and um you know i wish you all the best until next time peace